Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. And welcome back to the Disney World Today podcast. I am your ghost host for the day, Kevin Pope. Hope everyone's having a magical week, magical day. Hope everything's going good with you guys. I think I reversed those two things, week and day. It doesn't matter. If you're listening to this on Friday, happy Friday. It's the weekend. Um, you guys know how this works. If you're a returning listener, you guys are the best. If you're a new listener, welcome to the show. Prepare yourselves. It's going to be me talking Disney, being a huge Dis nerd. But that's why we're all here, right? That's that's the whole point of this podcast. I love Disney. You love Disney. And I'm here to provide you with a little bit of Disney magic wherever you are, whether you're sitting in traffic, driving to work, listening at work, maybe doing some chores around the house, maybe at the gym doing some cardio. I just hope I can bring you a little Disney magic and just help you get through your day. We have another fun episode today, but before we get into all that, got to plug everything here. If you haven't already, follow me on Instagram, Disney World Today, and if you can, wherever you're listening to this, hit that subscribe button. It's super quick, super easy. Uh, Even if you don't plan on listening every week, uh, just hitting the button kind of helps the algorithm and and getting this podcast to more, uh, more ears. Um, same thing with a rating and a review. If you leave me a five-star rating, I'd greatly appreciate it. Uh, and if you write me a review, I love reading those kind of, you know, help keep me going, gives me the motivation, the confidence to keep this podcast going. And if you leave me a review, I will give you a shout out on the very next episode. I don't think you can like write reviews on Spotify yet. Uh, but if you're listening on your Apple iPhone, you can uh, head over to the podcast app, uh, and uh, click on my page, and you can leave a review there. I know I've talked about it in uh, in a, an episode here before, uh, but sometimes I just I just live for the moment that someone brings up like Disney World around me, and it happened again at work. One of my coworkers brought up um, Disney World and how uh, some of his family was going down to Disney, and he couldn't make it because he couldn't get off work. And it kind of sparked like a whole conversation. We, I bet you we talked Disney for like the next like 20 or 30 minutes. Um, and it kind of relates to some of my points about um, the episode last week with Epcot and just Disney in general. You know, my coworker was talking about how he he wants to take his, his family to Disney. Excuse me. And he decided not to because it was just so expensive that he decided uh, that they're going to go to Las Vegas instead. He's got... I think he's got four kids his wife him uh and four kids and the the youngest daughter is turning 21 years old and his first like their they've their first choice was disney they wanted to go to disney uh but the price he said yeah, i just couldn't justify it we can go to las vegas and you know spend half the money and you know we had a good talk about disney we were talking about disney memories and rides and you know, I was I was really surprised because we haven't really talked much Disney. Um, everyone kind of knows I'm a Disney guy there. You know, I, I got engaged there. But he was talking about how he, you know, went on like family vacations to Disney like every few years. Like the way it always kind of seemed like I thought he like took his family to Disney like maybe 10 or 15 years ago. But he was talking to me about uh, Avatar and Pandora and the uh, the Slinky Dog Dash coaster. I'm like, oh my god, he's he's been there like within the last couple years. I had no idea. Um, but it's just stuff like that. It's so interesting to me. Like people get genuinely excited uh, when they're you know when they're talking about Disney and family vacations. Um, and I could tell like when we started talking, like he really got into it. And that's why we talked for so long. And to hear him say that his first choice was Disney you know, to bring his, his family and, you know, they're all older kids, you know, the youngest is 21, like, and their, their first choice was still Disney is pretty cool. kind of goes to show you, you know, that kind of magic that Disney has. Um, but yeah, you know, even I, I said to him and a couple other coworkers were in the room. It's like, I, I love Disney. Obviously I'm like the biggest Disney fan any of you guys will ever know. And even I like can't justify that price, you know, and that's, that's unfortunately, that's just how it is nowadays. But 
thought that was pretty funny. I just love love when people bring up Disney and especially like when they're like kind of casual fans. So I had to bring that up. I thought that was pretty cool. But also in other news, uh, Disney news this week, my dog now has an Instagram. That's right. Uh, my fiance created an Instagram for our dog Tilly. Uh, if you guys don't know, she was named after um, Typhoon Tilly at Typhoon Lagoon, and uh, you know even the boat there is Miss Tilly, which is which is so cool because you know we've only had her a few months, and now they have the um, the Miss Tilly the boat like uh, a souvenir. I think it's a is it a, a sipper or a popcorn bucket at uh, Typhoon Lagoon. Uh, and it says Miss Tilly on it, so we definitely need that. And I think you can only get it at the H2O Glow Nights. Uh, if there's anyone that's listening that has an opportunity to get one of those, um, send me a message. I'll, I would definitely, you know, Venmo you or, or PayPal you for you to, you know, pick one up for me and ship it to me here in Chicago so we could put it on display uh, for our little Tilly girl here. Uh, but she, yes, she has an Instagram. She also has a TikTok if you're interested in following. Her Instagram is Typhoon Tilly. One word, obviously, with three O's. Typhoon with three O's. If you want, you can follow her on there. She's a cutie, and we'll be posting a bunch of stuff on there. Last week's episode was all about Epcot and what's going on. What's their plan? What's the direction of the park? Uh, I love talking about Epcot. It's you know, it's it's a hot topic right now, especially with the Guardians of the Galaxy, you know, roller coaster opening up. So a lot of fun talking about Epcot and what it's going to turn into and how we're all kind of a little bit nervous yet excited. So kind of on that, on a similar note, today's episode, we're going to be talking all about another roller coaster. That's right. Rock and roller coaster at Hollywood studios. We're going to put on our Imagineer ears here. Now, I need to preface this by saying I don't want them to change it. I don't want them to retheme it. But, guys, let's be honest. It's Disney. It's just a matter of time. So, if that's the case, let's put on our Imagineer ears and let's have some fun with this. If you had to retheme Rock and Roller Coaster, how would you do it? All right. Here we go. Your attention, please. The Walt Disney World Railroad. Now boarding for a scenic trip around the Magic Kingdom. Board! Alright, like I said in the intro, again, I just need to preface this by saying I don't want them to to change Rock and Roller Coaster. I don't. You know... I obviously have a lot of memories on that ride. It's been around, you know, it's, could it, it's, you know, it's, it's one of the oldest rides at Hollywood Studios now. I was just thinking in my head, like with the great movie ride gone, you know, and Backlot Tour, it's like, wow, Rock and Roller Coaster, with the ride I remember when it opened, you know, is now one of the oldest rides in the park. Um, and I, I still love it. I still think it holds up. I think it's a great ride, but I think we have to be honest, you know, the way Disney's going, it's it really is only a matter of time before it's rethemed or before it's changed. You know, I've I uh, I have a friend who uh, has some some usually has some good inside tips at Disney, and um, he was telling me this was before the pandemic. He was telling me to you know basically ride rock and roller coaster while you can, because um, he said it's going to be changing. You know, eventually or changing soon, but that was pre-pandemic. You know that probably changed things, and you know if if you're not old enough to remember, you know there's been rumors of Rock and Roller Coaster getting rethemed for years now. Like two of the two of the rethemings I've heard of um, were the Jonas Brothers and um, Hannah Montana slash Miley Cyrus. So that kind of shows you how old, you know, probably like ten years ago, maybe a little more. Um, you know, those two, like Jonas Brothers and, and Miley Cyrus, obviously still, you know, big names. But back then, they were kind of Disney names, you know, especially Hannah Montana. Uh, it kind of stuck to the music theme. There was, you know, rumors of the contract ending with Aerosmith. You could never really find, like, the true terms of the contract. Some people said 10 years. Some people said 20, 25. Um, you know, one of the rumors was that the contract ended and they re- they, you know, they came to a new deal. 
there was the rumors after um, you know Disney edited the pre-ride show like video uh, where Steven Tyler does like a gesture with his hands you know there's just been rumors about this ride for so long and with Disney unfortunately where there's smoke there's fire you know we heard it with Splash Mountain it came out today you know the damn recording they officially confirmed that Splash Mountain will be rethemed to Princess and the Frog and open in I think it said 2024 you know so they're they're setting a hard deadline now where um, you know we've kind of heard about this again for a few years now pre-pandemic uh, you know, maybe they would have changed their minds, but they're not. They confirmed it. And I think Rock and Roller Coaster at Hollywood Studios, at, you know, it's probably the next ride to be rethemed. You know, just kind of thinking about quickly, you know, all the attractions, it's probably going to be next, unless, you know, there's a, some sort of contract with Aerosmith where they can't. It'll probably be next. So I figured since they're going to change it, why not talk about some ideas on what they could change it to? Now, before we get into all of that, uh, let's just talk about Rock and Roller Coaster. A little background, a little history. If you're younger, if you've never been on it, uh, I figured might as well. It's one of my favorite rides. And yeah, just looking it up, I, it would open July 29th, 1999. I was nine years old. I remember when it opened. Uh, I believe Aerosmith was like the first to ride it officially or unofficially. Uh, I, just, I remember they used to have their picture uh, their ride photo in the uh, like the the souvenir shop when you exit the ride. I don't know if it's still in there. It, it might be, but I remember when it opened in 1999. Here's this new roller coaster at Disney, and this was a ride. I'm pretty sure my entire family we all got in line. Again, this is 1999. There's no YouTube, you know. There's Disney guidebooks, um, but you know at that point we'd been going to Disney so long we didn't necessarily need them. So hey, Disney opens up a new a new ride it's a coaster maybe it'll be like thunder mountain and space mountain so my whole family gets in line me my cousins my sister my mom dad my aunt maybe my grandpa you know at the time i'm nine my my oldest cousin is 12 my sister's six you know my dad has terrible uh, motion sickness and my grandpa was like you know 70 years old or whatever all in line thinking it's this nice fun coaster and we get to the 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 part right after the uh, the ride the pre-ride video with Aerosmith and getting to the limo and uh, they tell you you're gonna need a super stretch. You walk out those doors and you're in like the alley themed area. We're standing there on the chain link fence and we're watching. We're sitting there. We're waiting. The, a car pulls up and we're all kind of standing there like, oh, okay, let's see what happens. We hear the countdown and then all of a sudden the car's gone. I remember seeing like my dad and my grandpa like, um, what? <laughs> you know, imagine, ima see that's the thing like nowadays, like it'll never be like that again because when a ride comes, I haven't, Guardians of the Galaxy roller coaster opened like two weeks ago and I've seen 75 different like POV ride videos of it. Like I feel like I've already ridden it. Like this is 1999, it's not like that, you know? You had no idea, we're all standing there and we're just like that takeoff launch sequence was so intense and so intimidating um, like half of like my dad, my grandpa, my sister were like, yeah, no, not, uh, definitely not going to happen. Um, and I don't blame them. Like that's intense. Like that's an intense part of the ride. And it's very intimidating when you're standing there, you know, and you hear the countdown, you hear the, the screech of the, the tires, and then you see, you know, the flash of the lights, you hear the people screaming and it's like, wow, okay, this is definitely not like Thunder Mountain. Um, so that's like my first memory of it, uh pretty cool and you know i went on it i was nine years old i was invincible i wasn't afraid of every of anything um and like the best part of that ride i mean let's be honest is the launch the you know the launch sequence where you go like zero to 60 in three seconds uh i had a t-shirt one of my souvenir t-shirts was um it was like rock and roller coaster on the front with i think like mickey characters in the car and on the back it like had all the uh like all the details of the ride like you know, zero to 60 in three seconds, uh, however many G-force, uh, the duration of the ride, how many corkscrews, how many loops, like all that stuff. Uh, so I thought that was pretty cool. One of my favorite shirts I wish I still had. Um, you know, but the ride itself, like indoor roller coaster, um, it blasts Aerosmith music. 
you know, the entire time while you're riding, a bunch of neon signs. You're in a limo. The, the pre-ride video is really cool. It was kind of ahead of its time with the whole like uh, 3D projection screen stuff where you walk into a room. It's a physical room with like real like equipment and band equipment, but with the you know the, the projection behind it kind of makes it look more realistic. Like that was definitely ahead of its time in 1999. Kind of see it all the time now. Universal Studios, like every one of its rides uses that now. I think as a ride, it, like as a whole, like I love it. It's it's an original attraction. It has a story. How you know you you're at a record company and you meet Aerosmith and he invites you to like come to the to the concert and they offer you backstage passes, but you got to get there quick. So it they do a good job of creating a a a pretty detailed backstory about basically just going to see a band and the ride building itself. I think is is the one of the best you know you walk up you see the upside down limo before you kind of walk into like the entrance area and of course the giant red guitar everyone yeah you got to take a picture of it because it looks so cool on the outside of that building um you know the outside queue isn't the best but once you get inside and you're uh, i think it's g-force records pretty cool you know it's actually like you're inside a you know a, a record company when we, uh, everyone walks past those doors with the marbles in them and everyone rolls their hands all over them, just spreading germs everywhere, but it's something you got to do. You got the, it's a cool little waiting area there with, they usually have some like, um, like artist posters on the wall. They have like some vintage music equipment and recording equipment there on display. You know, then you walk, uh, inside that room and you get to see the pre-show with Aerosmith. Then you're in the back alley. The, the theming there is is great. You get to uh, kind of, you know, definitely seems like you're in a back alley, like an underground alley, which is pretty cool. Um, and there you see the super stretch limos. And again, I know it's, it's not technically part of the ride, but that experience of waiting in line behind that like chain link fence, being able to see the launch sequence um, is great. Like I still to this day kind of stand there and record a, a video or a Snapchat and send it to my friends back home, like because it's so cool, you know, the, to see it happen so quick, to see the flashing of the the photo lights uh, and hear the screaming of the people. Uh, it's definitely definitely a, uh, a sight you have to witness and have to get on video for proof. So it's pretty much got everything that makes like a great Disney ride. Um, it has like the outside theming, like I said, like before you even like get to the line part, you know, you walk. Uh, you're, you're walking down Sunset Boulevard, you see Tower Terror, you make a left, and boom, you see, you know, kind of like these gates open up. There's a, like a cool, like, upside down limo on, like, guitar chords. Um, I remember when we first went on, I remember looking at that and thinking, like, wait, does it go upside down? And I thought, no, it can't go upside down because the car that they have, like, on display, like the statue, doesn't have like harnesses, you know, because it's just a normal car. So I was like, oh, no, it won't go upside down. Yeah, was I surprised. Uh, but then you walk up, you see the giant show building with the giant red guitar. You know, the queue itself, again, like I said, the outside part is kind of boring. I kind of wish they'd do something to kind of, um, you know, make that a little better, maybe theme that a little better. But once you get inside the building, it's pretty cool. The ride itself is fun. You know, the ride itself, my one biggest complaint with it, my only complaint is... It's too short. Now, I had to look it up, but the actual ride time says one minute and 22 seconds. But wow, does it, it definitely feels a lot quicker than that. You know, probably because you're going so fast and the launch sequence. But unfortunately, I've been on it enough, uh, you know, with different people. I've brought friends, you know, other family members, the, you know, my sister's boyfriend. Like, and it's always kind of the same thing. Like, wow, that was good. That was kind of short, though. You know, oh, it was short. And so now it's kind of like, I brought one of my buddies. I was like, hey, yeah, this is a really good ride. It's a really good roller coaster. It goes fast. It's upside down. But just, you know, it's short. Like, it's going to go by quick. Um, again, I think that's kind of the case for roller coasters. I, I feel like they're all kind of short, you know, especially when you're going 60 miles an hour. Um, I just wish it didn't feel so short. I, maybe it's just like the way that the ride ends. It kind of seems like it abruptly comes to a stop there. You're like, oh, that's it? There's no more? It kind of feels like there should have been, like, one more, like, launch sequence type. And kind of like on Thunder Mountain, you know, where you kind of have, like, a false ending, I call it, where the, the train kind of slows down. Then you kind of do, like, a little bit more. 
uh, I, I always kind of felt like that was the case for Rock and Roller Coaster. Like, there should have been a little bit more at the end there. But, like I said, it's a fun coaster. It's a fun ride. The theming is great. Um, <laughs> funny story. 2008. I've talked about that trip a lot. My buddy Brian came with. And I believe we got into our first ever argument uh, after Rock and Roller Coaster because when we were like driving like after the park somewhere and uh, my, my mom or my dad asked like, oh, what song did you hear when we were on the ride? And uh, I was like, oh, walk this way. And Brian was like, no, it was Dude Looked Like a Lady. And we got into a heated argument. My sister brings it up to this date. We were heated because I was dead set. Like I was 100% sure it was walk this way. And he was fighting me. No, it was Dude Looks Like a Lady. Come to find out, like, a little while later that uh, it was actually both songs. They used both songs. So that's always, like, a funny kind of personal story. My sister still brings this up to this day. I guarantee the next time uh, she sees my buddy Brian, she'll bring it up. But that's Rock and Roller Coaster. A little background, a little history. Now let's kind of dive into what could be. All right. So I asked you guys on Instagram if you were an Imagineer, if you had to retheme Rock and Roller Coaster, what would you do? Before we get into all of your suggestions, I'm going to go through mine. I, of course, made a top five. Uh, I'm, I don't know if I'm going to rank them. I might just list you my five. I'll try to do it in some sort of order. But I came up with five, then we'll go over yours. And uh, there's definitely some uh, some that show up on both lists. But starting off, my number five, my first idea. I think this one's kind of simple. I don't know how I feel about it, but mine would be the Incredibles. Now, Disney loves The Incredibles. They're theming, you know, the contemporary kind of based on The Incredibles. They had um, that one summer, they called it like an incredible summer at the Magic Kingdom. There's like an Incredibles meet and greet at Hollywood Studios, so it kind of fits uh, in that park. You know, they have, uh, you know, all the Pixar stuff there anyway with Toy Story Land. You know, it... They have the the Incredicoaster at Disneyland. I don't know. I've never been on it. I don't know how the theming is there because it's like an outdoor ride. But with an indoor coaster, you could really do a lot. And, you know, instead of just making like a generic coaster that goes fast, you just fill it up with like Incredibles music and, you know, I don't know, animatronics and, and decorations on the inside. But it's, you know, it's a roller coaster, so you're not really going to be able to focus on a lot of like the the stuff on the inside, so I think you know the main thing would probably be you know the music, the pre-ride stuff, and some just giant neon, you know, uh, incredible stuff on the inside. Again, it would kind of fit, you know, with Toy Story Land there. They love the Incredibles, but you know it's kind of set off to the side. You know, Rock and Roller Coaster is on the side there by Tower of Terror on Sunset Boulevard. It's not connected, you know, to. Um, the little Pixar area back there, so the Toy Story stuff. But does it, I don't know, does Disney really care about that anymore? You know, it's just, you know, Incredibles, it would kind of fit. I don't, you know, there could be, there, there are worse things it could be than the Incredibles. You know, it's not my favorite movie. I don't hate it. I don't love it. It's just kind of there to me. Uh, but I think, you know, with the Incredicoaster at Disneyland, uh, I think maybe The Incredibles would, you know, it, it would fit. So I think number five is a, uh, a decent enough spot for it. Uh, so I'm going to go with The Incredibles. All right, moving on now. Number four. See, I'm kind of in between two of them here. Number four, this one is maybe a stretch right now, but my number four is going to be Lightyear. Theme it off of the upcoming movie Lightyear. Uh, the new kind of story, the the prequel um, that you know we're gonna get the whole background on Buzz Lightyear, and you know you kind of get a few things in one. It's it's a futuristic movie, so you can maybe do something like that with space and you know traveling through space. Something with uh, you know Star Command and Buzz Lightyear. Um, it's a character everyone loves. Everyone loves Buzz Lightyear. Um, it's Pixar based. You know Pixar. It's a Pixar movie, so you know you have. Obviously, Toy Story Land is already there in the park. Now, it's not close to it, but, hey, it's in the park. You know, that would kind of fit. Um, I do think the Lightyear movie is going to be a big hit. Uh, and, again, it's 
it's a new movie based on like an older character. So it's kind of a win-win for Disney. Like you could retheme it off of Lightyear. And I don't know if that many people would complain because like I said, everyone loves Buzz Lightyear. It's an established car uh, character. Even though the ride, it's, uh, the movie itself is going to be new. You know, it's, it's a movie, but you know, the Buzz Lightyear, the toy is based off of like an actual person. You know, so it's kind of, you know, it connects in that way, but it's an established character. You can work in, you know, the Buzz Lightyear toy into the ride somehow or in the in the souvenir shop afterwards. You know, but again, Chris Evans is playing the voice of Buzz Lightyear, so that's cool. We all love Chris Evans as well. So, you know, kind of a stretch. You know, the movie hasn't even come out yet. We know nothing about it, but just based off the trailer, you know, the previous history of the Buzz Lightyear toy and everything we've seen in Toy Story... I think it would be cool. I think it would be pretty cool to have a Lightyear-based attraction. You know, again, you'd probably just have to base it off of space and traveling through space or something. Uh, but I think it definitely would be doable. And I think it wouldn't be too out of place there in the park, especially with all the Pixar stuff and the Toy Story Land there as well. So my number four pick, I'm going to go with Lightyear. All right, with my number three pick here again... My top five was kind of hard to actually put in an order, so I'm trying here, guys. I'm trying. But my number three pick, I'm going to go with... This one's a little general, but hear me out. So my number three would be to kind of just re-theme it off of either another band or bands, plural, or like music in general. You know, you can kind of you can keep things kind of how it is. You have the giant guitar out front. If you retheme it to another band, you could. It's that's the thing with. I don't know what band would work. You know, do you? You would have to be some sort of friendly band. You know, it's it's not going to be some heavy metal band. It's not going to be a band that swears and gets into trouble and like controversy. So I don't know what those bands are. You know, I. That's why I think maybe you kind of take a a page out of the um, Hollywood Rip Ride Rocket attraction at Universal Studios where maybe you just kind of theme it off of music, maybe rock and roll in general, and you can kind of have you know a soundtrack based on that. You don't have to change too much. Um, I don't know what the story would be with like the limo theme. Um, maybe that doesn't matter. Maybe it does. I don't know. Um, it it kind of wouldn't fit that much it would just be like a generic roller coaster in that case there wouldn't really be a story but you know maybe you theme it off a bunch of bands and like each time you ride's a different you know song different soundtrack or maybe it's kind of like that universal studios coaster where make it interactive make it so that when you sit down in the car you pick you decide what music you're going to hear you know have speakers in each individual headrest and you know, have it play the music that you pick. Maybe have a selection of maybe different rock songs. Maybe you do, uh, you know, different music in general, like different genres, rock, rap, you know, country, whatever it may be. Maybe you go that route. But, you know, I, it, what kind of band would you replace it with? I, you know, I've, I've heard some people say like Foo Fighters, uh, maybe like an older classic band like Led Zeppelin, something like that. Um, you know, Disney has their own artists. Like, if they would have rethemed it off of Jonas Brothers and Hannah Montana back in like 2009, like, I would have been so pissed. You know, even now, like, Jonas Brothers, I don't care for their music at all. So I would just be riding it for the coaster itself. Whereas, you know, now Aerosmith, the rock and roller coaster ride got me into Aerosmith. You know, you go to Disney, you go on the ride, you hear the songs. Then you go back. I remember buying a... It was Aerosmith Big Ones. It was like their greatest hits CD I bought from Sam Goody when I was like 13. And uh, that's a throwback for people who know it. Um, but, you know, that's the thing. Like, you know, what band would you pick? Like, it would suck for me now if they pick like a, a band or like a, an artist like I don't know or like because it's for like a younger crowd. Whereas Aerosmith, you know, maybe the young kids don't know who Aerosmith is but it, it for the most part it you know they kind of appeal to every generation we've all heard you know walk this way so that'd be an interesting way to go um maybe just theming it off of music in general or rock and roll and you know having you pick your own music would be cool but 
kind of keeping that same like uh, music vibe it would fit you wouldn't have to change much you know maybe you just pick a new band and you do the same thing like get get getting us to the concert in a uh, super stretch super stretch super fast limo but my number three i'm gonna go with that one uh, i hope you guys kind of understand uh, where i'm coming from all right top two time my number two pick again this one would be a stretch but because actually you know what it kind of has made a comeback my number two would be retheming rock and roller coaster to a goofy movie and the power line concert that whole scene you know that that song i feel like is making a big comeback it's taking on a life of its own um the uh the movie itself a goofy movie is so underrated it's definitely not talked about enough you know it's not really promoted that much either in disney parks and i think with disney plus now that we can go back and watch all these movies people are being like hey this was a really good movie like my favorite part still the best the absolute best looking pizza i have ever seen in my life in real life or fake is the pizza in a goofy movie the leaning tower of jesus scene is iconic as well and of course powerline everyone loves powerline you see powerline shirts at target and walmart you know there's a few good songs in that movie but everyone loves i, I believe it's called i do i uh by powerline from goofy movie it would be sick it would the problem is i'm worried it would be too niche of a group like i think there's a a community of us that love a goofy movie and that song and powerline but i don't know if it would appeal to the masses to the fact where disney would actually do it but i guess in this in this case in this scenario that doesn't matter because i'm in charge i think it would be really cool especially with the whole powerline character you could um he's he's always had like a like a neon vibe like the way he like dressed and danced and everything you know it would fit perfectly uh in that building in the indoor with the darkness you could put in a bunch of neon stuff and i think it would be cool i think it would definitely be cool to pay homage to an underrated movie the song is really catchy there's even a few other good songs you can kind of mix it up or kind of use all of them have like the power line song towards the end like however you want to do it you can work you know got to get max to the power line concert that's how you could fit in you know um the the story and the limo and everything uh goofy you can have goofy in as well i wonder if they would do that though uh, this is how i feel disney thinks like they would say no we already have goofy at the uh the mickey and minnie runaway railway so i feel like that's why they wouldn't do it either but they're not in charge in this case i am and i think powerline a goofy movie uh would be really cool and that is my number two and for my number one i'm gonna kind of take a page out of i believe it's like disneyland paris maybe one of the international disney parks my number one would be Iron Man. That's right. I'm bringing Marvel and Iron Man into Hollywood Studios. And selfishly, it's mostly because I'm a huge Marvel fan. I love Iron Man. And I think it would be pretty cool. Yeah, they they did something like this. Um, I think it was at Paris. I'll, I'll have to look it up for sure. But theme it after Iron Man, you could have you know the cars instead of limos. They could be like the Iron Man suits. You know, you could have a, a really cool pre-ride show. If Hopefully you can get, like, Robert Downey Jr. back. Um, maybe, like, change the building into, like, Stark Industries. And, you know, you can go on, like, some sort of tour of the building that ends with you, try, you know, being able to try on the suit. I would just keep it like a roller coaster as it is. You know, some, a lot of these new coasters, you know, they would have you, like, put on virtual reality, like, glasses or goggles or whatever. So you would actually like see something, you know, you would, you would experience the actual ride, but you'd be seeing something different with the virtual reality headset on. I would just keep it like a regular coaster, you know, fill the inside with, I don't know, however you want to do it. If you want to make him fly like outside of like LA or New York or something, you know, it would be kind of cool. You know, the original soundtrack for the Iron Man movie was always really cool. You could also just pipe in the classic Iron Man rock song by Black Sabbath, you know, kind of keep the rock theme there as well but i think it would be pretty cool it'd be you know new modern you know the iron man character is huge unfortunately you know you're probably not going to see the iron man character in, in a lot of future movies but that's okay it's iconic um especially if you work in like the iron man song i think it'd be really cool 
Um, you know, maybe you work in like other Avengers characters as well. You know, if, if you have a long-term plan um, of working more Marvel and, you know, Avengers characters into the parks and more themed lands and rides and stuff, you know, you could start with this, the Iron Man coaster. I just think it would be cool. I, I mean, that's basically it. I think it would be really cool, especially if it's like the whole story and the premise was like, hey, you're, you're touring, you know, Stark Industries and hey, while you're here, why don't you try out like this new Iron Man suit or this new Iron Man vehicle or something like that. And that, that would explain like the whole launch sequence and going fast and, you know, you can tie in a story to a big time character and even, you know, work in some Marvel stuff. So that would be my number one pick. That's my top five. I think it's pretty solid. You know, if I was in charge uh, and I had to retheme it, you know, I, I, I think those are five solid choices. All right, now that does it for my choices. Now let's hear from you guys and your suggestions. Like I said, I put a post on Instagram, a story asking you guys if you had to retheme Rock and Roller Coaster, what would you do? And of course, got a lot of great ones, uh, some similar ones. Some, some I've never uh, just glanced in here because I always kind of just wait till I'm recording live to go over them. But the first few I see on this page here, definitely some I'd, uh, I didn't think of. So. Let's start us off with this one from jbenr 12 says Monsters Inc. Monsters Inc. Coaster. That'd be, uh, I've talked about that in one of my episodes. How I feel like they're, um, like a, the Monsters Inc. like door factory, uh, where like all the kids' doors are like moving through like, uh, the scare warehouse. I feel like that would, uh, that'd be like a good roller coaster. So, you know, they'd have to maybe retheme like the cars. Like the actual like car maybe a little bit, but that'd be cool to see Monsters Inc. in there. This one from M Perry131, Emperor's New Groove. Again, I think another one I talked about. Um, a movie that deserved an attraction. There's that scene where um, she's like pull the lever cronk. Like you could definitely um, you know work that in, make that uh, you know, the new rock and roller coaster. Another underrated movie I feel like Disney would never do because it's like I said, it's kind of underrated. It's not talked about maybe enough. Uh, but that scene alone uh, kind of warrants its own coaster. So that's a good one. Thank you for that. This next one from Adventures of Max and Greg. Emperor's New Groove, Tarzan's Tree Surfing, Atlantis Sunday. So, yeah, Emperor's New Groove again. A lot of love for that one. Tarzan Tree Surfing, another one. I always felt like it should have gotten an attraction. Like the tree surfing scene. like Phil Collins and Sink. The, the most memorable scene of the movie, uh, again, you know, you wouldn't have to leave too much, um, Atlantis Oh, 
Luis Rojas, I would add other bands and change them seasonally. Food Fighters and Guns N' Roses, change them seasonally. Like, I, you can make some sort of, like, generic Different bands can be featured maybe every month or every few months, and kind of keeps things fresh. Just travel diaries. Again, I feel like that uh, that one singer's name. Rye Williams or Rye Will MS says Figment goes to Hollywood. Can't tell if you're serious.
Zeppelin. I hope it stays music related. Yeah, Led Zeppelin would be an interesting one. An older band, classic rock. They got some iconic songs, kind of everyone has heard before. So that'd be an interesting one. The Beatles. I can see the Beatles too because they're so huge and popular. Uh, I, me personally, I'm not a big fan of their music, but I, I could see them doing that. NM Gypsy 14 says, "I wouldn't. How dare you? <laughs> I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, you know, I, I shouldn't have even brought it up. We should be thinking." Happy thoughts, positive vibes only. It's staying as rock and roller coaster. This next one is from the Steven Angel. Superstar Limo hits the NAS, so it becomes a fast and furious crossover. <laughs> okay, so Superstar Limo was a ride at Disney's California Adventure, which is dubbed, some would say it's the worst attraction of all time. So if you haven't, look up Superstar Limo Disneyland on YouTube. It is a weird weird terrible ride uh so i appreciate the appreciate that when i get that joke uh applejack 73 says marvel yeah marvel themed would be cool like i said iron man avengers however you want to do it all the disney shenanigans okay says a thor themed ride now okay now we're cooking with gas guys thor my favorite my favorite Marvel superhero always has been. That was my high school volleyball nickname because I had long hair and I could hit the ball pretty hard. So always loved Thor. Chris Hemsworth has done an amazing job. I love Thor. I have a, uh, a Mjolnir necklace that I've had since like 2010. A Thor-themed ride would be absolutely amazing. You could probably even like pipe in um, Led Zeppelin, the immigrant song from the... Uh, um, Ragnarok, I think it was in the movie too, but the trailer for sure. So that would be totally sick. And uh, Carter Ivy agrees and says something Marvel, a villain-themed Thanos would be too cool. Okay, now I'm getting a little too excited that we're getting a, a Thanos-themed ride would be so cool. You, uh, man, that would be awesome. Uh, Jack Bucky says, I do the original idea where there were different bands that greeted you and different songs. So that was one of the rumored... Um, plans for the ride that it would you know be different bands and different songs would play and you know with the projection screen you can kind of have different bands you know it doesn't have to be Aerosmith every time you could work in other bands just record it and play it and you know kind of each time you ride could be different so it would be pretty interesting again it would kind of keeps keep things fresh the Orlando Dreamer says the Incredibles again a lot of love for the Incredibles it just kind of makes sense especially with the coaster at Disneyland um, and I think this is our last one. We're going to go with GM Labella. It says Queen. That's another band. You know, as I mentioned before, it's like everyone has heard their songs. Everyone knows of them. They have a lot of, you know, iconic songs. Their songs are, for the most part, clean. And, you know, it's not super heavy metal and stuff like that. You can put, like, Bohemian Rhapsody or something and, you know, maybe combine Queen and the Muppets and have like a Muppets Bohemian Rhapsody ride. Like that's, you know, uh, you know kind of uh, be a little creative. But Queen, yeah, that would be 
if we're talking bands and music, that would probably be on their short list of bands to kind of theme the ride after. So thank you guys, as always, for submitting your suggestions. I could do this all day, to be honest. Like, I've, I had this post up for, you know, maybe eight or so hours. I'll probably get some more in tomorrow, and unfortunately the podcast will be up by then. But, yeah, I... Man, it's just so much fun just kind of thinking and trying to be like an Imagineer and coming up with these cool, creative ideas for rides. So thank you guys as always. If you haven't already, follow me on Instagram uh, so we can participate. And like I always say, my DMs are always open if you want to chat. I want to talk about Disney, ideas, suggestions for the podcast, comments, concerns, whatever it may be. Shoot me a message and uh, I always love hearing from you guys. And that's pretty much it. I think that's it for this episode. Uh, this was a fun one. I could talk about this all day. I kind of, I like episodes like this every once in a while because I can just kind of write down a few basic bullet points and just kind of talk, converse. You know, where other episodes I have to um, kind of almost I don't want to say stick to a script, but I have to write more things down and kind of follow, you know, what you know what I've written down. Whereas this one, I had my bullet points, I had the screenshots from the the ones you guys sent in. And I was just talking Disney. You know, that's what I love to do. It's my favorite thing to do. Uh, I'm hoping more people at work uh, talk to me, come to me uh, asking some Disney questions. But if you haven't already, uh, if you can, leave a rating, five-star rating. Write me a review. I'll give you a shout-out. Yeah, and I think that's it. Until next time, I'll uh, keep trying to crank these these episodes out every Friday. I've been I've been sticking to it, and I'm going to try to continue to do that as well. So that's all I got. Have a good weekend. Always remember, it all started with a mouse. Yeah.